Hello and welcome to Wrong Side of 30, where we talk about how our body fucking doesn't work anymore. My name is Brandon. I am joined by Billy. Hello. Uh, Keisha. What's up? And uh, today we have a special uh, guest, uh, post 30th, uh, this is Chris Damaris. Chris, tell the people hello. Hello. I'm over 30. Uh, <laughs> I fit the requirement. <laughs> Chris and I used to work together, been friends for a while, went to school together with Billy. Uh, he also has a really, really funny uh, podcast called uh, Good Morning from Hell. Uh, highly recommend everybody check it out. Chris, you got anything else you need to plug? You got a new movie coming out? That's a way better name than our podcast. <laughs> I think they're both. You're already doing so much. They're better. both good names. Uh, yeah, it's a comedy podcast where I'm dead, uh, and uh, my eternal punishment is to interview everyone in hell. Uh, and Brandon was on that. Uh, we, we made him a, a city, like a, a a city representative for this for hell. So we talked local politics <laughs> in hell. That sounds exactly right. Yeah, we're like, who that is actually fun. sounds like a, a major tune out for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, how? Who, what could Brandon? What kind of character would fit Brandon? Someone who talks local politics. Brandon, did you also get them to do a bike path in hell too? Is that what? Look, is that a theme guys. Or? Yeah, we talked about bike paths. In hell, we talked about like you know torture pits that are torturing people at two a.m. when you're trying to sleep. You know, yeah, it's a it's, it's a great funny. podcast. Um, you know, they pretty much take a lot of mundane things in life, but recontextualize it in hell and assume that hell is a real place. Because a lot of times when we talk about hell, it's just so like um, reminds me of a screenplay I wrote in college where it was like Virgil two point or Dante's Inferno, and it was like someone has to re-architect hell for the for the <laughs> seven or nine circles of hell. It was just like, we got to redo these for a new generation. <laughs> the way they're set up now just doesn't cut it. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get too far, uh, guys, please uh, rate and leave us a review. It helps. They also make Keisha's day. And uh, although actually maybe if you don't do it, she'll spend what? less time reading reviews and more time working on her top five. <laughs> And getting here on time. Don't forget that. Guys, okay, something's wrong with my computer. It was not my fault. Also, also, the reason why I was also late today is because God, I had a damn. I had a biopsy this morning and it sucks. Oh, medical guilt. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, this is like it's a real okay, thing. For, so it looks like I have a over hickey. 30s. It better be fucking cancer. It's yeah. not a hickey. There's just five little insertions. But yeah. If that's, that's not malignant, it's not an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the results yet? No, it's like in a few, I think they said like 10 days. Either way, though. Oh, fuck. If it's cancerous, I got to remove my whole thyroid. If it's non-cancerous, I need to remove the le- the right side of my thyroid. Okay, time code if Keisha dies, about <laughs> six minutes and 15 <laughs> seconds to edit out my insensitive <laughs> comment. Yeah. I know. I was hoping we would have the results of the biopsy before the episode goes up so we can take it out if you're going to fucking die. Maybe wait. Do you know how real this is going to fill out so many outlines for like how much (laughs) life sucks over 30 when chemo Keisha? That's true. That's true. No, fuck the thyroid. Thyroid's a huge mess. Uh, My wife, she has a, a benign tumor in her thyroid and it causes nothing but problems. It sucks. It sucks. Also, it went from like three centimeters two years ago to five centimeters. And so the rate of growth is like what's concerning to him. And I was I've like, I've heard that before. 
<laughs> you know, I, I, you're saying it, but I can see it looking at it. I, yeah, I mean, I've always, I've been seeing, able to see it for a while. I just thought it was like an Adam's apple. I thought you were actually a man, or you're born a man. <laughs> well, that's that's for season two of Wrong Side of Thirty. <laughs> yeah, does it, is it big enough to have pronouns yet? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all gonna be great when I, we find out that it's a cancerous. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so now that we know you have cancer, the bottom or top five, uh, did your new dog eat your homework? What uh, a <laughs> What happened there? <laughs> I forgot. Um, it was actually, I actually have it on my, like, I had notes like this to do, like, new top five, and then um, I threw it away, so I, I don't, I didn't remember. Yeah, to-do so. lists don't work that way. <laughs> Number one on my to-do list, throw away to-do list. Okay. <laughs> what was else, what else was on that list? Well, it's thrown away. Oh, sorry, sorry. Doesn't but matter. Yeah. You crossed off the most important <laughs> issue. Okay. So the topic is the five thing. <laughs> What's the topic again? The five reasons you want to get married. Top five reasons you want to get married. Because you do oh. want to get married. You are a 30-year-old single. So just to remind everybody, Billy and I are both married, not to each other. Uh, Chris and Keisha are both uh, single. Not that there's anything <gasps> wrong with that. Ooh, Chris, I think I know how I know you. What? Made out, definitely made out. Is it Bianca? Wait, how do you know me? No, 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 no. I don't know if we matched, but I definitely have seen you in a dating app. Probably. I mean, I've been on them the for a while, so yeah. You yeah, it may have, have been. Well, Starcross lovers rekindling a flame that never was. Or, oh, no, you you're not an you don't seem like an OK Cupid type. That seems like too involved for you. Well, so definitely. I, I was like way back when. See, Keisha like, was trolling Grinder. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it might have been my fault it didn't work out. I don't remember if I did or not. I was trying to. I was talking to Paula. I was like, I might have told Chris asked him not to date Keisha because it would have just been like a big train wreck in my life. Mm -hmm. Let's bring in Quincy and see yeah, if I, I match like... with Quincy on our... If I ever said <laughs> anything at any point to offend you or anyone, just as just going across, <laughs> anyone listening, anyone on the podcast uh, or anyone not listening, I'm sorry. Yeah, and fuck it, it, it. Don't be ashamed to say you made a mistake. What? I didn't, what mistake? I didn't make a mistake. I don't. <laughs> no, not you, but people in general. So who made oh, the mistake? I was like, what, who are you, are you saying, what are you getting at? Who are you at? saying made the okay, mistake? I'm saying, okay, I think people have a problem. They get no, no, very no, no, defensive. No. You're backtracking. Answer Chris's question. What was Chris's who do you question? Think made, he's asking, who do you think made a mistake? Well, he was, it sounded like he was saying he made a mistake. Well, no, I was like, saying. Like if I offended you, I'm sorry. Well, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm saying, I don't know. <laughs> What interaction we might or might not have had. So I'm just preemptively apologizing. You fucking lawyer. <laughs> I really like the dynamic that Chris adds to this podcast. I just want to say watching from afar, this is a disaster <laughs> and it's beautiful. And also the moment that Brandon said people get defensive and Keisha yelled, no, 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 no. <laughs> It's just chef's kiss. Well, wow. what I try to do, I tried to call myself out because I was just trying to come up with the fastest social post I could because I had other shit I had to do. So I found a stock image and Keisha and my wife Paula were both like, hey, that's kind of like a lame sexist trope that you're promoting with this stock image. And they were kind of right. It was a woman dragging a man to get married, like in the whole thing of like, oh, the ball and chain, sure he wants to be married. So I just fucking called it out. I said, hey, I said this. Maybe it was offensive. They corrected me. I said, you're right. And I thought about it. And that's it. Like, I feel like today people are just so sensitive about being wrong or being told that they did something wrong. 
Whereas I see a powerful woman who knows what she wants and takes it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you just, I've seen you do that too. You just say, yeah, can I please have another? You smile and ask for another. With, in respect to husbands or, or food or I, what? Maggie's always trying to, you know. In respect to all things. You haven't met Maggie. Maggie is, Maggie's a strong woman. She listened to the podcast uh, on an airplane today on the way to San Diego. And she was like, I love this podcast. And thank you for calling me the alpha. I've always wanted to be recognized <laughs> yes. as the alpha. So what happened with uh, with you you guys on the apps? Did either of you guys swipe? I don't know. You, I, I don't remember. Uh, this is awkward. No, I know. I know. It is what's right. I may have seen what's... you, Chris, as like one of, I think I saw you as like one of, someone that interacted with one of Brandon's tweets or something. And I was like, okay. And then I saw, you may have used the same picture or something. I don't know. But I re- definitely recognized you. And I was like, huh. this is weird. And I'm like, sweet. Keisha does right. like skinny white boys. <laughs> that is very on brand for me. So yes. Well, that's my calling card. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she likes skinny, awkward white boys. Whoa. If you like get like it's like true. pictures of all her ex boyfriends, you'd be like, "Are these like recent mass shooters?" <laughs> Topical. Like, I swear, only one. You're talking about one of them, the last guy, the one who wanted to kill Brandon. No, more more than one. Yeah. Uh, more than one looked. More than one looked like a like a huge murderer. Well, let me see, Chris. It, I'm in. I'm right guy. in the middle of that Venn diagram. So. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I respect that Venn diagram. Give me a little bit of credit. They're a you little like, better. You like feeling <laughs> superior in the relationship. You it's like a little feeling. Bit a, I like, like being the best. I like being the best looking one in the relationship. Is I that like too much to ask for? I'd like to remove myself from that Venn diagram. If <laughs> <laughs> so, so since this is uh, this is radio, not television. Brandon just sent a picture of a litany of mass murdering fuckheads that are white pasty men with glasses, which makes me want to remove the glasses. They're basically okay, the self the and podcast. open a window to hopefully get a stand. <laughs> oh no, I got a little got a little drunk red going. They're basically it's like the you know the self identified incel group. If you are familiar oh, with the incel movement, which you should be because it's super important. But that incels are a, a topic for another day. Brandon, is there is there an app that exists that keeps track of pictures of all of your exes? Like a, That's like called a Facebook. No, 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 no. <laughs> but like a handier version. It's called your version drunk text history. Where you don't have to like search through dates and stuff. I think that would be, I wonder if that's like a way that I could track that and then see if If that my, becomes an app, that means the know? next app is like uh, just old boyfriend dick pics so it's just, <laughs> it just removes all it, of the regular like, pictures does it trend up or does it trend down be, it trends you know? a little on bit the to the left honestly <laughs> i don't know it's no one's complained about it but you know if we're stop making actually, this about you brandon you can actually you're make it a, it a- it's, a, it's a flip book and it actually grows if you if you, if you play your cards right <laughs> All right, and then shrivels back up. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I need a I need a I need your opinion, guys. I was in a kind of an awkward social situation recently, and I don't think I handled it well. We'll get to the topic soonish, but I need I need some Ooh. input here. Okay. So, um, so give you guys an idea. Um, so I live in a in the suburbs, and uh, there's a couple that there's a couple couples where my wife and I are very close with. One of them, um, it's two dudes. Uh, they, like swinging? No friends okay uh they're two dudes um they were dating and another couple it's a guy and a girl they're engaged right 
we all have a text chain where we we're called it we we call it the next door trolls because it's mostly making fun of people on next door. So recently we got a text message in a new thread from one of the guys, and uh, he's the one that doesn't own the house. He was just you know the other his boyfriend owned the house. He was just you know there. Mm-hmm. So we got a message from him, and it was addressed to all of us, but didn't include his boyfriend. Uh-oh. And it was basically him telling Ooh. us that they broke up. That <gasps> I remember the story. He yeah, wants to be, he still wants to be friends with us, that he was super happy, you know, blah, 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 blah. I love you guys, that type of thing. And nobody was saying anything. And I started to feel a little weird and awkward. I didn't realize that everyone else in this chain was texting him individually, like one on one, like, oh, sorry, you know, whatever. So I, I just thought like, okay, no one's saying something. I have to say something. I, I don't want it to be weird. So I said, well, all good things, dot, dot, dot. Uh, thanks for the memories and don't be a stranger. <laughs> Why did you say thanks for the memories? That assumes I, it's like done. I, it's like, <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't know. I wanted to say thanks for it's been. You didn't even check to see how he was feeling. Like you're just <laughs> thanks like, for the memories. Well, peace. Don't be a stranger. No, don't be a stranger means I still want to hang out with you. Thanks for the memories. It's like, oh, we had a lot of really good times. But like, I'm not going to send That's what you tell like, someone from high school that you see in a grocery right, store 15 years later. Who's like, hey, later. let's hang out later. And you're like, ah, thanks for the memories. Yeah. <laughs> no, or, uh, well, you have no. to say something. Yeah, Hackers, you say have a kick-ass hey, summer. Yeah, you say <laughs> something. Just if you'd not said thanks for the memories, I feel that's it. Makes it. It sounds like conclusive. It yeah. is very yearbook. Yeah. It's very yearbook. It's almost if I could have been like, uh, it was something what, unbelievable, but yeah. in the end, it was right. <laughs> I hope you had the time of your life. <laughs> I think you could have just said, or you could usually usually if it's a weird situation i just ask questions like oh do you need anything are you okay if there's a dog involved i usually ask there about was the a dog. dog involved see channel it to the dog because no one's ever going to get mad at you how sparky the they're doing split custody now because the dog was so freaked out moving to the apartment because it got so used to um the boyfriend that will never last i mean that i would last. too uh, i would freak out too if i was going from a house to an apartment you'd freak out yeah. You start barking and running all over the place. Uh, she keep, shitting everywhere. She keeps pissing. <laughs> yeah, yeah she she just shitting pissing. everywhere. <laughs> My question is, he sent this group text message. Do you have an obligation to become better or to stay better friends with the people, the person that still lives in the neighborhood? Like, well, yes, because he, I knew him first, and he was uh, actually married when I first met him. Oh, and. So then yeah. they got divorced. So it's not just about the house. It's about the, the, the pre-existing relationship. Yeah. And I have a pre-existing relationship with the other guy. Yeah. Who's but still you in knew the his previous, you knew his previous person. Um, yeah, only a little bit. They got divorced pretty soon after Meeting we you. all moved so in. So it was your fault. What did you yeah. do? I didn't do anything. What did you text them? <laughs> Thanks for the memory. Don't be a stranger. <laughs> You're like on to the next, right? <laughs> so nobody's on my side on this. Everyone's uh, gonna give me shit about it. Well, yes, that's why you brought it to the show. Is because you know you were wrong. No, and you I wasn't guilt. wrong. Someone had to say something. No one else was saying anything. It was just sitting there no awkward. One, Brandon, no one is mad at you for saying something. What you did was say the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, one last thing. Um, it was National Dog Day yesterday. 
I found out, I guess. I didn't I didn't know. I don't know who makes these days, but it was and we all love dogs. Um, and two of you guys just got dogs, right? So we have two new dogs in the world. We got mm-hmm. um what's his name? Keish Snoozer? Uh Chonks Barkley. Chonks Barkley, the bulldog. English bulldog. Yeah, and Chris, you just fostered <gasps> and then adopted is this Booger? This is Booger. I'm pulling oh up my on the God. webcam. He looks so proper. What kind of dog is he? Uh, I don't know. Sharpay, maybe something. He's mixed. Ooh. Does he oh, like other adorable. dogs? Oh yeah, he's very friendly. Oh, you should bring. bring why don't you come over? We'll hang uh, yeah, out in the backyard. Yeah, I, I need to. I need to. Let him he kind of looks like you. Can I bring Donut? Sure. Come on over. Donut just <gasps> turned one last week. Wait, didn't you just go to Tenet? Didn't you just visit like a like a populated no, movie theater? No, you can't go. It's Monday. Monday, I go to see okay, Tenet. So before Monday. My my only, I do have to, so Booger, he's very, very friendly around other dogs, but he, almost to a fault. Um, and you have relatively smaller dogs, Brandon. Yes, very much. So so the thing is, is like, he gets so excited. He, he like. Bully. No, no. Donut not, does the same thing. She just like jumps on yeah, little tiny dogs, I, not knowing your own size. I, it's kind of like of mice and men, like Linny. You know, like, <laughs> I just wanted <laughs> I just wanted to hug, and now it doesn't talk. Or he's he's killed people. Is Booger gonna shoot Vader in the back of the head? No, no, no. <laughs> that's the wrong character. No, bo- yeah, it's gonna crush, crush. L- Linny oh, okay. is the is the, he smothered the rabbit. Yeah, the, the bigger guy who, broke its who neck. loves rabbits, but he always every time he holds a rabbit, he kills it because he doesn't know his own strength. Doesn't he, he get shot at the end by his yeah, buddy? He does. He does. I'm Spoiler not gonna old yeller. I'm not gonna old yeller him or anything. So. Thanks, Brandon. Just ruined it for me. God damn it, Chris is. Uh, All right, we're joking. Fair, we're joking about mice that. And men. Fucking you anything you bring up that Chris hasn't seen, even if it's like sixty years old, he he says like, "Well, I might one day see it." No spoilers, and it's like, yeah, God damn it. Okay, yeah, and Keisha's pretending that she reads American literature <laughs> in her spare time. Is, is there a? And is essentially Don't illiterate. Listen, is there a podcast that I can listen to that that tells me about this book? There probably is, but it'd be a fucking waste of time. Let's move on. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you guys ever experienced something like this. The fucking Amazon delivery guy was here, and my dogs were going crazy. And I would think that my dogs know me enough where they can just trust that I know what the fuck is going on, right? But and and one of them does. The Scotty does. The pug, on the other hand, does not. So they're flipping out because they could hear the delivery guy. They know someone is outside. And I'm like, well, I need to distract them. It's time for them to eat. So I go and I put food for them. So they go and eat. And I'm like, all right, time for me to open the door, get my package. So I open the door and the pug hears this. And then I just hear her screeching. And then I hear her like pause and her her nails like against the floor she's just like sprinting towards me like barking like insanely and i just imagine she's saying like no no he's out there what are you doing i told you not to go out there so she runs past me and sprints outside and it's just like looking left and right looking left and right and in her mind she really does think that there's some kind of threat and i'm the dumb motherfucker that opened the door to let the threat inside like she just <laughs> She just doesn't yep. she doesn't think that I know what's going on. She still thinks that like she's so she, she's got it. Like her handle on reality is it's like what's oh, Brandon, again, not again. Why do you keep opening <laughs> yeah. them? What do you she's got the opposite. 
She's got the opposite problem of booger. She thinks she can protect you as a pug, which is like the most <laughs> laughable thing in the world. <laughs> but I also, I just chuckling to myself because now I imagine every time Brandon leaves anybody, including like feeding his dogs in a room that he's like, thanks for the memories and wanders to the door to go get it. Maybe it's just like pours the dog food and <laughs> Vader like starts eating. Thanks for the memories, Vader. <laughs> It was Hey, thanks for the memories package, man. It was a fine thing to say. What would you no, man. What do you want to hear? If that was you, what do you want to hear in that text message? Sorry that happened. Let me know if you need anything. Yeah, something like nothing will change. Right. Like yeah. we'll Whatever. still be friends. But things are going to change. He knows it. I know it. Why are we lying? But you don't but you don't have to say it. You don't, well, you don't are have to already say, changing. You inferred that the memories were over. Yeah. You've already so hold on. You said thank oh, you for oh. them. Let's, let's dig into that a little bit because you're basically saying you're not going to placate the guy by saying something that's not true, but you said thanks for the memories, don't be a stranger, which is like the biggest placation statement ever. No, I was serious. I was like, you know, don't like forget about us. Thanks like if you want to hang the out, memories. give me a ping. Thanks. Just just think about thanks for the memories. Okay, let, me, let me add this and then we'll move on. He's a big, he is like me, big Star Trek nut, although he's really into Discovery, which, mm, you know. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. I know. Okay, get but on anyway, so my, the first line, <laughs> all good things, it's a reference to the finale of TNG, which any good Trekkie would know. Uh, and it's one of the best TV that's not, finales That's ever. not only a Star Trek saying, though. People say all good things everywhere else. No, okay. They rarely say it. It is a saying, but when was the last time you heard all good things? Well, I knew what you I were talking about. I've never seen Star Trek. 15 minutes ago when you brought this up. I know, but like he knows we both love Star Trek. Go ahead, Chris. Yes, yes, go ahead. Brent, but that's fine. No one said anything all good things. No one... That wasn't the problem. It's the, it's the thanks yeah. for the so memories. Imagine, no, yeah. like, I, I, imagine I, we I finish already... the podcast and you tell Chris, thanks for the memories at the end of the podcast. It's like he's going to die. How does that make him feel? Whatever. Fuck you guys. I was right. I, <laughs> no. I have no shame. Then I have what, no shame. You you prefaced this with, I think I screwed up. Yeah. So we Yeah, are but Harry, I wanted up. you guys to be like, no, you were right. Fuck when everyone else. When have we ever have said you were right in any instance? Fine. Fine. Well, most of the yeah. time when Brandon's on my side accusing you of being late or not committing to anything that you promised to <laughs> deliver on, and when you talk about social skills, I, I do side with Brandon. Hey, hey, Actually, guess most what? of your life decisions, guess Keisha, what? I side with guess Brandon. Guess what? In two months or a month and a half, I hit $3,200 in sales. So you've made more money on social skulls than we've made doing have, this like, goddamn I have like a podcast. 50... Are you serious? Like a 57% like profit margin. God damn it. And you cashed the check I sent you? Yeah. I, you know what I was thinking about, Brandon? I was like, you know, if I dedicated all of my marketing skills to this podcast, I wonder where we'd be. <laughs> we are still naturally trying to grow our audience base, but we are thinking and working on Patreon tiers. If in the future you do want to subscribe, uh, the normal show will, of course, be free and there'll be perks that will be on Patreon, which we are still finalizing. Uh, before we move on... Uh, I guess we'll skip the fucking segments that I prepared, so whatever. But uh, Keish, do you want to address uh, the spelling of your name? Oh, in the in the awesome review about my uh, well, in general, just so people understand, oh. you are K I S H A, not K E I S H A. Why? Also, because every other um, spelling of Keisha is with the E. 
So why is your name spelled so, wrong? Because my mom, my mom didn't understand it. So my mom named me after an actress on the Cosby show. Oh, I thought it was Hillary from... Uh... No, her name is Corinne. Her name is Corinne, which is my middle name. But okay. Rudy on the Cosby show, her the actor's real name is Keisha. My mom was obsessed with the show and was like, I'm going to name my daughter that. The crazy thing, though, is every person growing up who didn't see me first and who just heard my name thought I was black. And so I used to date guys and they were like, oh, mom, I'm dating this new girl named Keisha. And they automatically thought that I was this black girl. And I didn't understand that for a long time until I realized that my mom named me after an actress who is black. And um, so how does your mom feel about the Bill Cosby accusation? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get her on? Jesus. No, no, no. But yes. Um, yeah. So my K I S H A, uh, you can also spell it K I, uh, dollar sign H A. If you'd like to jazz it up, I accept all of that. Uh, my teenage years, I spelled it K I S H anarchy. A. Um, I also accept that. This is uh, too much information. Not that it's weird. It's just we don't care. We're just looking. <laughs> yeah. For thanks it. for the memories. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, today we are part two of our show on weddings and marriage, and um, we're very happy to have Chris to bring his perspective. So Chris, uh, let me just ask you um, one of the things that you know we did cover. Uh, three of us covered in our episode last week, but I'd love to ask you. Uh, what was your earliest impression of marriage and how did that change as you got older? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that was just the thing that you did. You got married if you wanted to have sex. Exactly. It just seemed like my understanding was like, that's just how it worked. You would get married and then you'd have sex. So how'd your perception of marriage change when you realized that you could have sex with somebody without marrying them? He's still waiting for that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, at some point, it wasn't like a, like, oh my God, you can do that. It's just one of those things that's like, oh, you can do that, huh? Well, that doesn't seem right, but then it is. So we covered why Billy and I got married last week. Uh, Keish and Chris, do you want to get married? And if so, why? Or why? if you don't, why not? I do want to get married for sure. Uh, before it used to be because I felt like I couldn't have kids without being married and I definitely like want to have kids. Now I think I just want to get married because it'd be cool to like have people <laughs> around all the time, like to have someone to go do stuff with. But you don't have to get married to do that. No, but the, the, like the, the being married part ensures that they like- That locks it. That locks it in, you know? You're trapped. I mean, they can always leave, but like... See, no, some people might say feel, it, it makes it they'll worse. They'll feel bad about it more because, you know, we're married. So here's what I'll say. So, and uh, Billy, let's see how you feel. How has getting married affected your ability to work through problems with your significant other? Well, you effectively work through more problems because marriage creates more problems. So you get very efficient at uh, solving problems that you create for yourself. So you, you marriage for you has been harder than... Dating? Uh, it's a very different kind of problem. Dating problems are usually fairly shallow problems, whereas married problems are much more real, serious problems, because then you're talking about financial issues. You're talking about way more serious subjects. You're financial, talking about- You have financial issues this, when you're dating. Like a lot of people uh, we know like have houses you're together less, and you're are less not, are likely married. to. You're less likely to though. You're, when you're married, you tend to like 
go all in. You're less in. likely to share a bank account when yeah. you uh, are dating when, yeah. someone than when you're married to someone. You're definitely less likely to have a shared mortgage, although granted, to your point, that does happen. Happens a lot. You have uh, a lot of times, I, I would I would guess, I don't have any facts in front of me, I would guess that there are more people with children that are married than are unmarried and maybe the people who are unmarried with children were married when they had kids and are now unmarried, but then you're talking about the financial responsibilities there. You're talking about what to do with your own family. You're talking about, you know, do I need to, you know, unplug my mom after she gets a little <laughs> malignant tumor on her neck? Hey, and, too soon. Oh. No, I'm kidding. Well, I know. <laughs> you guys share bank accounts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one yeah, bank account. It it's makes, like it's a it's thing. I heard, the thing so, that makes the most sense. Why? But do but but do you guys have separate? Like you have your own bank accounts, and then you have a shared one. Okay, let's uh, before we get into that, or I just want to call out that uh, on uh, Twitter we had a question from the audience. So if you want to ask questions, please follow us on Twitter, and we will put out prompts for you to reply. So the faceless void ask: At what point do oh. you, as a couple, talk about joint accounts? Or not doing a joint account to follow on that. When as yeah. a couple, do you Ooh. stop asking the other to pay you back for buying X or Y thing? Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. So my theory here about having joint accounts and the reason my wife and I do is if you are to make a budget, you want to know all of the numbers that are involved so that you can create an accurate budget. So why would you want to have two giant blind spots being your own two bank accounts and then a shared bank account? Just wait, put it wait, all in wait. The same so, pot. so, so, Billy, you only have one account, and we that's do too. like you, like all. Oh my God, no! My mother was like, "Hey, yes, like find a man, marry him, live your life, share everything." But have a secret bank account they don't know about. That's the so thing. That shit gets bad. That's the thing. You so just, just go. So my wife, peace out. Who's awesome? Like so, when she got her her job now, and she survived like six rounds of furlough because she's fucking mm -hmm. dope. Before that, um, she was fine with being like on a, the same account. But when she got uh, her to her new employer about two years ago, and you know she got a big bump in pay. And, you know, it was like a big thing for us. We were really happy. And she was like, oh, well, you know, I'll just, I'll just, you know, get a new account again and just put all of it. I was like, no, 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 if you were splitting I, so expenses, would you expect him to pay more if he made more? No, than no, 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 no. I think where what I think the joint bank account is for is just for expenses, like the shit you pay for together that involves both of you. So it's like groceries, everything, bills, though, at some point though, everything no, is both no, 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 no. Because if I want to spend money on shit, if I want to spend money on an e-commerce website, I don't need your word on that. <laughs> How, I want to spend my a, money on it. Yeah. What if you want to buy a gift for the other person? Exactly. Um, you just put it in the archive thing. If you go to my Amazon accounts and you look at my it's archive orders, it's all it's there. It's too much work. It's very it's dirty. Too much work. And to anybody who has questions, she's never worn any of it. That's crazy. If you want to buy gifts for someone, there's a lot of ways to do it without them tracking well, it. At what point did you start sharing? When you got married? Or was there like... Yeah. Yeah. After, after we got married. You're like, okay, let's do this. It's just yeah. more practical. It makes more sense than trying to split bills. Well, maybe to, it's maybe one pile maybe to of you, money Brandon, to manage. If she's getting the higher paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, she wasn't. See, to me, it seems like what Keish is saying is I have something to hide. Like I want to be able no, to spend money indiscriminately a, without anybody no. else knowing about it. But Whereas like, the thing is, a, if you have one pile of money, 
then that means like you almost feel like you have to get the sign off from the other person on what you spend money on. So it doesn't, it just feels like there are things that I spend for myself that doesn't involve You just have the to have person. a mutual trust that the other person's going to be reasonable with the money. But what if, what if they aren't? What if, what if exactly. they talk about what it? You have a conversation. If, no, no, but what if the, what if. This, this is two people who have dated. This is exactly what this is. No, well, <laughs> no, it's, it's a good, it's a good point because money problems, that's the number one, pr- that's the number one reason right. why that leads that, to divorce. And that doesn't, that doesn't go away just because you get married or just because you're dating. Like, I and think what Chris is trying to, to say is like. is by talking about them. You're trying to hide yeah, but money. What if. What if the person you marry has a really bad credit score and Thank is you. very bad in debt? And you're like, yeah, let's all share accounts, even though I know you spend indiscriminately and use money that you don't have. Well, you just have right. to be, you just be smart. I had to help Paula because she didn't understand, like, you can't just not pay shit. She didn't understand the whole thing of credit. So I had to help build her credit back up. But and that's now, fine. Then build her credit before it impacts yours. Like that's we did, can, and that's why still... her car is not in her name. It's only in mine. But you know, you work through it. Ooh, I feel look like at Billy. Billy's angry. You Billy's guys, angry. because you're factually wrong. My wife had a credit score that was like 150, well, 100 points lower than mine, and we shared a bank account. My credit score remained the same. Hers started to come up. It, yeah. Just not because you join that. bank accounts no, 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 doesn't I mean know your that. credit score tanks. Billy, I know it's not about the fact that the joining of the bank accounts that's going to affect the credit score it's the fact that now that they have access to money that they previously did not have and if they can't control their spending just because you have the conversation with them doesn't mean that all of a sudden oh yeah you're right i'm not gonna go buy 12 xboxes like yeah okay if you have that problem you break up like the you're you're saying like at that point you're you're saying then you are not with the right person no, that's not even the first. No, 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 no. I agree with you, Brandon. But here's the second point to that argument. Okay, so you married someone who can't control their money and spend 12 Xboxes, but you're married now. So then they come to you and say, oh, by the way, we're in $30,000 of credit card debt that you didn't know about because you had some people zero don't insight say that. into that. No, some okay, people so, don't, so, don't talk so about that, but, though. But listen but you to this, think Keisha, merging credit card- You have the same problem either way, whether you're married or not, and whether you're sharing the same bank account or not. You're actually more likely to know about the problem if you share a bank account. If they keep it secret and run you into credit card debt, what are you going to do, leave them? Are you going to leave them no. then? And because the you were scared it- to know about it before it started? I don't. It's not my problem. If we separate, well, yeah, because our ba- your point made zero sense. Accounts, Thank you. If it's separate, wait, wait, if we wait. keep our bank accounts separate, whatever he does with his money has no impact on me. But you build, you you're building something together. See, like we talked about this. Remember how I was just kind of like, why can't you have wait, like a his, heterosexual relationship? <laughs> Real quick, we'll get to Chris. All I'm saying is like the reason why I think two bros or what's what's a girl what do girl bros call each other? Gals, gals, whatever, should be able to get married. Is it because it allows you to combine <laughs> your capital, whether it's everything else, but bank accounts, you can still put money towards something like you can allocate $200 a month. Then you're, you're, are you going to, so what happens when like bills come in? You can be like, well, you didn't pay this half of the bill. What are you going to do with food? No, what no, do you no, do no. with food? The point. Brandon, Brandon, what I'm trying to say is there are other conversations you can have where you can set it up. Like, this is what we know the bills are going to be. And you're, I'm going to agree to pay for this much okay, of it. When you, how you get the, happens, how you get, what happens how you when get you the and money Splinter to, go out Brandon, together? Brandon, the point I'm trying to make <laughs> is that how you get to the point of how you pay that bill, you have to figure that out because you're a fucking adult. We've agreed that you're going to pay this and that's it. 
My favorite part is like some some like guy who's gonna break Quincy's knees and knuckles like shows up at the house and knocks on the door, but because it wasn't problem. Keisha shared account, she's just like, Oh, you fucked up, sorry. Happy marriage. I don't know. Oh, uh, Chris, by the way, we I don't use Keisha's actual boyfriend's name because I'm afraid of him because he's a lawyer. So you might hear us refer to him as Quincy. Uh, or a Janine Splinter? Did you just call him Splinter? Yeah, I called Splinter. him Splinter. I don't know. Whatever. You didn't have to specify that you were calling someone I don't know a fake name. <laughs> well, but but you know, like I, Billy and I use different names for the same person. I'm just trying to. Clarify. There's a lot of crossover on the dating app, so we. Okay, assume Chris, they what's know the what's right. the point you're trying to make? Well, I was gonna say you 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 brought up a very valid point about uh, understanding. Uh, that what you're getting into and if you share account you 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 know all the problems but if you share everything and it's all in both your names then what if your credit score gets shit on because the person you're married to you share everything and all of a sudden you don't know what's happening and all of a sudden your your credit gets tanked because the person you're married to but the point is you do know what's happening yeah. when you do it this way the, the thing is but what if there what if, there's less but you're, surprises. But you're tied together but you're already tied together yeah. but if you have separate stuff then then you're not at least tied your together. name well no but if everything is shared. like i just said our credit scores are completely on un- yeah un- your credit score is not going to go down because you use the same bank account but if you share credit cards and share everything you share all accounts then won't your credit go down it will if, yeah, if they're not paying stuff off. But yeah, if you're not, if, you if your, you're dating somebody that's not paying their bills, that that is a bigger problem. But we wouldn't and you don't know, know about that it, though, Brandon. That is a bigger what? problem. You would know yes. about it if you shared a kiss. Yes. That's the whole fucking point. Yes. God. You guys, I don't know. I mean, I get, I get where y'all yeah, are. You don't know from. because everything you say makes no sense. It totally makes sense. I am not the only person in this world who is currently married or even is in a relationship and has the mindset of we will open a new bank account and I will put a certain amount of money in that. And that is what we would both come from. But I still have a separate account. That's my shit and my investments and my money for emergencies or whatever the fuck I want to spend it on. I don't think it's right that ever that the other person has a big say no, on. No, you don't have to. I'm not saying that. I'm I'm just making fun of your decision that like hiding the money is a better idea because it de-risks you when it risks you more. I, I'm not hiding the money. Stuff just shows up at our house that Paula buys. She doesn't. Right. She doesn't get permission I'm, it's from not, me. It's not hiding the money. It's like I will tell you that there's another account. Will I tell you how much is in that account? Meh. Maybe a percentage of yeah, it. You're, you, okay, you're, you're losing all credibility with me. If you are married and you have separate bank accounts and you're responsible with your money, that's a more than reasonable way to do it. And you don't even have to have a shared account. You could have completely independent accounts. And as long as people are transparent and honest with their money, it works out. But the problem is if you at any point start to hide your money and then you get into money problems, well, it's your own fault for not asking hard questions, which is what marriage is all about. Mm. Yeah. I guess maybe maybe the the thinking is it's hard to approach financial decisions from a I'm going to completely trust and split this person everything for all eternity because I do not have any experience being with someone for the rest of my life and marriage is all about inequality it's all about inequality to be fair neither do y'all it sounds like the two of you guys don't want to join bank accounts because you're afraid. You're like, well, no, then that's we're, not what I'm saying. We're together, it's a, it's and then a, it's hard to separate, right? If it doesn't work out, I don't. I don't. I'm not against joining a bank, having a joint bank account. I'm against having 
that be the only bank account? You know what you should do? Here's here's what here's how marriage should work. <laughs> From the person that is not married. So what do you do when you start a business? You start a business that has its own you bank lose account. Money. No. <laughs> lose money. No. Lose money. It's got its own financial system, its own Yes. It does. Like bank account number. It's it's like it's an independent thing. That's how marriage should be. You're like, hey, let's go into this business together. And you open up a new account. And you're yep. all you're put investing in this business marriage, and then but if mm-hmm. it fails, you declare that bankrupt. You can bankrupt that business marriage, <laughs> an LLC. But then you're out, and it doesn't affect yeah. you. You yeah. can so do that. It's called divorce. Yes, but I'm saying, but you should start like a a, a company for your marriage. Yeah, treat it that way. Have treat a separate like a social media account. Have a separate. It's so impractical. (laughs) The next thing we're going to try to work through, and it feeds into that. Do you think that marriage makes it easier or harder to work through problems in a relationship? And let me say this first. I feel like marriage actually makes things a lot easier because of how fucking hard it is to get divorced. (laughs) If my wife and I have a problem, I know that we could just say whatever the fuck because we're not going to break up. (laughs) Because breaking up when you're married is fucking expensive and it's a lot of fucking work. So we can go at it and we can figure it out and work out. But when you are not married, in the back of your mind, there's always that little voice that's kind of like, well, we can just break up and that would be so much easier. So for me, when I got married, it actually made dealing with relationship issues a little bit easier because of how difficult it would be to get divorced. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. you're in, you're you have an incentive to, to fix stay together. the problems. I do. I agree with you to some extent, not necessarily because it's hard to get a divorce. I think when you're married and you argue, you're kind of past the point of, well, what's the point of this? Why are we doing this? It you kind of have a, a, a contractual agreement to work through it a little bit more. Whereas if you're dating, which honestly, like right now, like when, when me and Quincy fight, it's there's still that little part in your brain where you're like, we could just walk away. Like I could just, we could both just walk away and not have this problem anymore. I, I guess the counterpoint might be, Brandon, is, is there, and this is, a, I think, in a case-by-case basis where uh, people might be more inclined to, work through problems before they are married because there is a risk versus some people might, once they get married, feel like, eh, I don't have to try anymore and stop like trying and caring well, as much. yeah, you get fatter. So that's the, the not trying well, thing. But, <laughs> but I mean, it's not just that, like even on a level like, well, what is she going to do? Divorce me? You know, like, so then you, you become complicit. complicit you're saying you yeah. Become, yeah. So then the counterpoint is like, if you're not married, there is that risk of this person might leave me if I don't try. So I'm going to try harder to work through these problems. That's the counterpoint. I think the scale of the problems becomes larger with marriage because of the, the implied timeline. Like these are forever problems as mm. opposed to potentially temporary problems mm. or, you know, you've got kids or dependencies or whatever. Um, you share a bank account and make that huge mistake either way. Uh, <laughs> uh, but to Keisha and, and everybody else's point, like I, I think it's maybe harder when you're single because when you're married, it's like you've gotten past all the fights to figure out that you're compatible, like you're simpatico, mm. right? Like you, yeah. you kind of agree at like a 
at a high enough level that you can, you figured out how to work your way through problems and you're good at a partnership. Whereas when you're dating someone, it's like two completely chaotic elements. Like you find out based on how massive the fights are, whether or not you're going to stay together or not. And you aren't necessarily aligned in your beliefs or your Mm -hmm. trust or, you know, whatever. So it just seems like it's way more chaotic arguing when you're single at least initially yeah yeah. like yeah the longer your relationship goes i would assume the better you get at doing that but yeah i think it just removed when you're i think when you're married it removes the whole like what are we just yeah that's just wait until you argue about the wedding itself that's where like a whole new level of of argument comes into play billy how much influence did you have in your wedding well our wedding was really unique in that we kind of satisfied both the requirements of each other's really really easily and we neither of us wanted to spend a lot of money on our wedding our wedding reception wedding basically everything except for the dinner uh, because we eloped maggie and i had a courthouse wedding with like eight people and then her parents bought us dinner that night. But everything, including the cost of our clothes for the wedding, the reception, we had like a hundred people, which was done in a backyard. We got a catering from central market, which is like an upscale grocery store. It was only $6,500 for everything. Oh, wow. Like the average American wedding is like $30,000 somewhere around there. And we did it for 6,500. Well, that's why, see, that's why you guys could share a bank account. Have y'all talked about Brandon's wedding? They weren't. They didn't go. They were both invited. It's a sore. Neither yeah, of them a sore went. point because we didn't go. I just want to say Brandon's wedding to me was like I've been to a lot of weddings. It's a wedding that kept escalating. <laughs> go on. It was like a That's wait. A great there's word. more. So it was like I teased the robots a little bit last yeah, week. Yeah. Well, that was that's the a Monterey thing. Mexico thing. That that wasn't exclusive to our wedding. But go on. All I knew is. Uh, wedding in Mexico and it's like got married and went to the reception thing dinner and like drinking and like there's music it's like okay very standard wedding stuff and then all of a sudden there's like a band okay cool now there's a band okay and then all of a sudden there was like they cleared the floor and there was a dance competition oh yeah there was a break dance competition they're like hey we need people like uh, I need people to dance and and you started grabbing people so i was like what 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 and 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 then we're like we're doing some sort of dance competition I'm like oh okay with like us against like the bridesmaids or or the no it was against a professional dance team <laughs> brandon's father-in-law hired professional dancers to make yeah. us look bad yeah they were professional break dancers that were like they were like, all right, you pick your crew to the groom, me, yeah. and then we'll pick our crew, fucking professional break dancers, and we'll go one-on-one. And I was like, yeah, like, I had no idea. I had no preparation. I wasn't trying to, like, you know, surprise Chris. It was just, I, I don't know. This guy just told me to pick people. One of my favorite pictures of me on my friend Blaine's shoulders, and then uh, Paul is in the background laughing, like, in a full, like, Break dance competition. I was like, okay, cool. Wedding's winding down. It's been like three hours. And then all of a sudden they bring out a DJ and like a whole new round of food. And this is, <laughs> now becomes like a rave. <laughs> yeah. So as I explained last last week in Mexico, weddings last. Well, no, no. Like- well, they last forever. So now the rave starts. I'm like, cool. We're raving and drinking. It's like, wow, it's like 3 a.m. It's got to be dying down now. Then robots come out on stilts. <laughs> Robots. Yeah, the like, stilts like, was like the, the thing that really brings it over the top. They're like 12 feet robot, like paper mache. I don't know what they are. They're like 12 feet robots dancing with the DJ. I'm like, how is it still escalating at 4 a.m.? <laughs> he hired like the off-Broadway Lion King. Yeah. 
And I was like, when can I sleep? But also, let's, I want to I fight a robot. Because I was drunk enough at that point. The exact opposite of my wedding. This is so much in terms of scale. I didn't oh know about God. any of this. Like, I really didn't get much control. I mean, the thing is, so we, we looked about getting married in the United States, but it's just so expensive and you you definitely can't oh, really. Brandon, you are so skinny. Fuck you. Oh, yes, I was a man. lot skinnier than I am now. Hey, I lost 20 pounds. Thank you very much. I'm now back below 200. Hey, that's awesome. You look awesome. great. Thank you. You look good. It's just it's just so expensive to do it in the States. So we did it in Mexico, and then I just really had no great control wedding. over anything except, like, you know, they just approved. And, like, I told you, like, we we did, we got married in an old steel factory, which, uh, Chris, I don't know if you like the, the venue or not, but I, I thought that it was, was pretty venue. cool. Like, you know, it was... <laughs> So for those who can't see this, he's humping the air. And Chris is humping like, the air. Oh what do you call that God. move, Chris? The, I don't know. Wave the hands. Oh, this is good. So this is Blaine right now. He's doing a nice little So jig. far, he's best. Yeah. <laughs> now Blaine's That's doing the, the, it's not even the worm. Dumb, dumb, he just looked dumb, like he dumb, was dumb humping worm. the floor. A, dude, he has a helmet? What the fuck are they doing? Oh, they yeah. You, the helmet, helmet dude. <gasps> I, I forgot about the helmet guy until right now. Oh, the helmet Holy dude. Holy shit. That's do you think good. at some point he tried to do that trick without a helmet? Maybe. And then he was like, okay, guys. Definitely a helmet move. Yeah. So I wasn't surprised. <laughs> I lost all my hair spinning on my head. I wasn't surprised oh about God. the robots because I've seen the robots in Monterey weddings a lot, but like the break dancers was pretty crazy. <laughs> We you have to release the video link with the podcast somehow because this is, this is pretty. This good. I can Beautiful. post the link. I don't think I I can't make a social. I don't want to get sued by AT and T. Oh, because AT and T bought Rooster Teeth. Yeah, God, they own the rights to your wedding. <laughs> no. They honestly, they own that video. Yeah, that's so fucked up. You could post the video, maybe not that edited version of it. That's true. Oh, that's true. The, the it wrong. is your wedding. Yeah. I mean, we have like, you know, we had our wedding photographer, videographer. We have raw footage. Oh, look, it's sweet boy Miles. Sweet boy Miles. Hi, Miles. <laughs> For those of you who are Rooster Teeth fans, I used to live on Miles's floor. It was a great time in my life. Oh, my God. The, the amount of Miles stories that you and I have. They're wonderful. He's the most perfect man. If I were to be gay, it'd be Miles all the way. Does Maggie know that? Yeah, she loves Miles maybe more than I do. He's a sweet person. So, um, as this is not the Miles podcast, so I will say. Uh, so I feel like I already answered this. It can be. It can be if you want. <laughs> I, I, I want to ask Chris and Keisha first. So this next thing, okay, and Billy and I can answer. How do you think marriage would affect sex life? Not good. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It just it just kind of it kind of dies, right? That's just like. I I I can only assume. It might get more interesting because you you lose inhibition, so you talk about stuff that like, oh, I always want to try this, or or. So you think you you're, she's more likely to tell you that she wants to pee on you if she's married than if you're dating. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, maybe. Or or maybe you're like, hey, let's mix things up. We'll add in a third person, or like, it's not gonna happen. Do something crazy, or do it. Yeah. You know. I think it kind of just goes away, right? Like, you kind of. I don't know. I think it's just, it's like a thing that you have to do, but you're not exactly th excited to do it. The last time I had sex was <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> Is that it's like dishes. You were, you were like 12? Gross. I don't know. <laughs> Billy, how do you feel? Uh, I, I don't think it has anything to do with marriage. I think it just has to do with the duration of the relationship. It's not hmm. new. 
I think if you were, I think if you were not married, but you were still with the same person for 25 years, you're going to have the same sex life with that person as if you were married. Sure. 25. That's a bit much, that's but fair. like five years, let's that's say, because it feels like if you're dating, the idea of cheating is a different animal than if you are married. So you're talking about sex life outside of the relationship? <laughs> Because I was just assuming we were talking about we within are. the confines of a relationship. Well, but, but I think they're linked. I don't know if they are, though, because I think you're making the assumption that for sex to be interesting when you're married, it involves another person or involves doing it with somebody else. I'm just saying, like, all right, so, Pish, what's your favorite food? Uh, chili cheese uh, fries. This is going to be a really gross analogy. What if you were eating don't make chili, chili don't cheese? Don't make chili. Don't ruin chili cheese fries for me. I'm not. What if you were eating Imagine chili cheese fries? Imagine a dick covered in chili cheese. <laughs> what if what if you you ate chili cheese fries every single day for every meal? I think that would and that getting other anything other but chili cheese fries you'd have to change your bank account. <laughs> you'd have to change all. This. No, no. I think it's also like sometimes it can be a lot of chili cheese fries. Sometimes it's a little bit of chili cheese fries. That's other confusing. times. Other times you just skip the chili and it's just fries. You know, you just, you're saying you your shave around. is pubes? It's no What's balls. You just penis. I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't you, know what what parts equate to dirty. what. Dirty <laughs> doctor and doctor Topangan. I am so sorry for the phrase your daughter just used. <laughs> I apologize for her. It was insensitive knowing that you're listening and giving us five star reviews. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Chris, I know you've you've listened to definitely like our, our early episodes. We were a little bit more, Ooh, we shared a little press. bit more. It was a little bit more graphic. So the big thing for people, right, is dealing with the idea of a wedding. Do you do it given how much money it costs? And it is pricey. Worth it or not, I think it just, dis- it really depends, right? Like I would not throw a blowout wedding. That's not valuable to me. If you have the means to do it, like it's just like anything else. Don't overspend your budget. But like my in-laws had the best idea ever because I think I told you guys on the last podcast, like my sister had a really expensive wedding and was divorced within five years. And that's the reason I didn't want to have a big wedding. It's not because I thought I was going to be divorced, but it was just like, this is a party don't spend $40,000, $30,000, whatever, on a party. And and my in-laws were really smart about it. They were like, we have saved money for our daughter's wedding, and here's the deal Aww. we're going to make with you. We're just we're going to give you guys the money. You can spend all of it on the wedding. This is all we're going to give you, but this is you could spend all of it on the wedding and add in your own money if you want to have a really, really expensive wedding. You can spend as little of it as you want and just keep the rest as a gift. And it was like the most like thoughtful, generous, like... It was it was a great 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 way to handle it. So I think, you know, figure out if pe- so for me it was important to have a lot of people. We sacrificed by doing it in a backyard and having a fancy grocery store cater it. Like it, it, you just got to figure out what your values are and what your budget is and stick to it. Yeah, I think for my the first time I tried to do this wedding thing. Uh, hmm. Yeah, money was not money was no object. I was like. On that, you said you would elaborate a little bit more. Oh, look at Booger. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I will I will talk about it only because I think it'll ground a lot of why my opinions are the way that they are when it comes to marriage and relationships. So I was dating this guy for six years uh, when I was living in Rhode Island and we had moved in together probably like three months after we got together, which was way too soon. It was kind of like a fast and furious relationship. Like we just jumped right in. It's like a we Tom met Brady each family right, from the Northeast. <sighs> eh, it's giving him way too much credit. He's just your standard Boston guy. And 
all of it was great for the first three years or whatever. But then there were things that were happening that I kind of pushed aside. Like girls were texting him. He was messaging women on Instagram and Facebook. And I'm just like, that's... That's shitty. Oh, you. Like I was dumb enough to be like, that's normal. Or like, I can't be a jealous girlfriend. And so I'd call him out on it. And he would be like, well, it's, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'm just talking to them. Whatever, and then we these like, people he knew or well, just like random, yeah. random people, like a bunch of like thir- like like Instagram models on Facebook, Ooh. and like asking them like, I'm like, do you think that you're gonna be the guy that they're gonna be like, I wanna I wanna leave this life and be with you? Like, are you fucking? But kidding I mean, me what right was now? he saying? Because I mean, I make how I, about dim apples? I reply like we're Chris and I no, were just talking no, about like say, we have a, like he knows her personally. I don't know her personally. I've just seen her online. He was like, I want you to strap on and peg me. <laughs> but like yeah, it was like it was like, oh, you're so beautiful, or oh, you look great. And then oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's, that's weird. way worse that's than really pegging. Weird. The more fucked up thing, he tries to play the. I'm actually interested in you as a person thing. So like Wait, if this a girl is while y'all are dating after three yeah. years and were you yeah. engaged and at this I point? like, no, 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 not yet. We weren't engaged yet. <laughs> so <laughs> wait till you hear this. So what like one point was like, I'm like, all right, if we're going to stay together, like I need to know everything that you've done, like what's going on. And so he like, I like went through his Facebook and he like showed me everything he did. And the way that he was, he was playing this like nice guy approach of like, Here's an example. There was some like busty girl wearing like a Pac-Man <laughs> G-string and she and he's like, oh, you must be a fan of video games. Which is your favorite? I'm like, what? So that's the shit he would do. Like he would he would point out the one thing that he was like, oh, guys aren't going to talk about this. Shitty guys only talk about her boobs. I want to get to know who she really is. And he did this with multiple women. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple women at the same time. And I think there was like obviously a bigger issue. Like he had a lot of like mental health issues where he would get depressed and so he would reach out to these women and they would give him some sort of gratification or whatever. But I didn't know any of that. I get depressed. I don't reach out to any random woman. Yeah, exactly. So that happened. You just told us you had like a picture of a woman whose nipples were covered with I voted stickers, Brandon. You don't have a leg (laughs) to stand on here. Well, no, but like I don't hide it from my wife. And then she like took it down. I was like, all right. Well, like, the, you know, it's just open. Right. That's different. That's very different. This is like a secretive. I love you. I only love you. Oh, by the way. So, wait, why? And you're like, I, let me check your Facebook. And he's like, yeah, here's all the women I message. Or how did? No, that took a long time. Like it took a long time to get to that point because I was because I was threatening to break seven up with more him. years unless I was like, you need to just be honest with me. Like, I need to know what we need to work through and stuff because I was dumb and like thought that he was going to be the guy I married. And he was and petty. He was so, like, Chris, you, you, weren't, you weren't here last week, but apparently He's the reason why Keisha didn't come to the wedding in Monterey, Paul and I's wedding. Oh, yeah. So what he ended up doing, well, I'll fast forward to a little bit of that. But like the reason why I didn't go to Brandon's wedding was because he we got the invitation and he saw the date of when the per, when the wedding was. And that's when he planned the proposal for me. And so he was like, well, we can't go to the wedding because I planned a trip for us. Yeah, he's and a I was like, walking piece of shit. I was shit. like, I didn't know about this trip. We were never going to go on this trip. Wait, and he's like, well, but he had he planned the trip. Had he planned the trip? After the date was announced by Brandon. He did it in yeah. spite. So he planned around the wedding? Yeah. He planned like, he to obstruct the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Be- yeah. Why? Because he didn't. Because he, he didn't want. Because he Brandon? He hated Brandon. Inferiority complex? Hated Brandon. I don't, they've never why? met. Why? We've never met. They never met. We should but, probably stop talking about it. He sounds like the kind of guy who is pasty with we glasses. We just won't say his name. I don't know. Hunt you down and kill so, you. I have no idea. 
so okay so three years in he's talking to all these other girls oh and i found out before he was also posting ads on craigslist no oh my god asking for like sexual favors for money david s bixley for (laughs) men and women like wait 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 whoa 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 yeah. What? So he was soliciting prostitutes on Craigslist. He, so he, he was, was going to jerk, like he, he jerk dudes he off was, for money? Yeah. He, it, was, it was him. Like he was going, he was offering that to men or women for money. So that's why you don't want to join a count is because a Rico case. I was going to say, I don't, you don't want to have like a Rico the, case. Okay. <laughs> but the other side is at least you'd be like, where, what, what are these like payments coming in you know, from? I What's your consider, side hustle? I didn't consider the Rico a, case angle. Do you have a skull website or like <laughs> is there some expensive skulls that you're like dealing with? So, yeah. And I, I only found that out because I like was looking. He like showed me like his emails because he was also emailing this woman. And I was like, what is this? I was like, what? Are, are you saying your ex-fiance was a male prostitute? We don't know if he was successful, but he was Yeah, I don't know if he actually that. got any like leads, you know, no hot leads. I mean, here's, here's, leads, a th- here's the truth. If it was, was like, like a temp, you know, a thousand dollars, will you jerk me off? Probably. If I have to put it in my mouth, probably not. Uh, yeah. It was very, I wish I could have like taken a picture of the ad, but like I, it was very absurd. So that I actually found that out after we had already broken up because like that was some stuff he was hiding and then I found out more about that. But anyway, so three years in, found out all like the stuff. I just imagine Brandon jerking someone off and saying thanks for the memories <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Well, no, no, real quick. But Bill, Billy, Chris, would you, would you jerk some, would you jerk another guy off for a thousand bucks? If it were the right guy. How, are, are you asking, is this, are you soliciting me right now, Brandon? Fuck, dude. If I had a thousand bucks, none of us would be here. <laughs> You're like, is random guy me, Brandon? <laughs> that was the thing that happened. And then we, I was dumb enough to be like, let's work it out. Let's figure this out. So stupid. And then he was like, well, we should go to a couples therapist because I think that will help. And so we and went. And then he started hitting on the couples therapist. I've seen the surprise. Well, he like totally faked everything through six months of therapy. Like faked like working on stuff. That's was expensive. a completely different person in therapy versus when we were out of therapy. And then... After the therapy happened, that's when he was like, oh, I think I'm ready. Like, I think I'm, I, you know, we're, we were in a good place. And then I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's just keep working at it. And then that was like, uh, like September. And then Brandon's invitation came in and he saw that it was in November. And he's like, oh, well, we have plans that weekend. And I'm like, why? And he's like, well, we just, it's a very, it's going to be important. Like, it's going to be plans. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? And then I find out that that's when he took me to Maine to propose to me. And I was so mad because I really wanted to go to Brandon's wedding. And that was like... It was a fun time, yeah. And then, it was fun, but also like I, I had never even met Paula. So for her to invite me to the wedding was like really big. Like I thought that was an awesome gesture for her to do that. But we got engaged. I said yes. We did the whole spiel of like FaceTiming family and oh my God, I'm so excited. I started planning the wedding. And then in January, so I got engaged in November. In January, I get a text message or I get a message on Twitter, a direct message on Twitter from a woman who was like, hey, I know you think that he went to New York for a business trip. He didn't. He came to like wherever to see me. I was like, uh, what? And then he sends, she sends me pictures of them together. Fucking Larissa contacting you? And I was like, uh, hmm. And she was like, yeah, we've been talking for six months now. 
and we slept together and I just want you to know what you're getting into. She just found out about you or she knew about you the whole she time? She knew about me. So what ended up happening was, I found this out later on, he reached out to her on Twitter under the shroud of... I want to network because she... Complimenting her video game underwear? (laughs) (laughs) No, she actually... She was like 50 years old, dude. Like she was an older woman. And she worked at Amazon, I think, or something. And he wanted to get a job at Amazon. And so he used that as a way to connect with her. And they were talking about work stuff. And then eventually... I wish it was like a lamer company. He's like, she worked at Blockbuster and he really wanted (laughs) a job at Blockbuster. And he wanted in. But he then like started talking to her and knowing him, he started flirting with her and then it became this other thing. And then, so I found out that she did that because she gave him an ultimatum of like, you better, you need to break up your engagement and be with me. And he was like, well, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not going to break up my engagement. I can't do that. And so she was like, fine, I'll do it. And so she did it. And she thought I was going to fight her. And I was like, okay, cool, thanks. And then I called my wedding planner and I was like, hey, so the wedding's off. Like, I was on a train from Boston to Providence and called off my wedding. Was that your first call? Yeah. Wow, you are practical and I have to applaud that. Yeah, seriously. Hey, hey, guys. Well, no, serious. No, no, it's okay. Let's Let's give Keisha a clap. That's hard. No, I'm That's I'm good. dead serious. I'm like, dead serious too. You yeah. made a decision. It, Clap, you, yeah, you made a decision in like five seconds, and it was the right decision. What? Obviously. Yeah. But like, so that's, that was why. So I I had spent, you know, I was trying to get as many deposits back because my parents were like, we're going to spend this much money and you know, all this stuff. And I felt bad for that. I was like, you wasted everybody's time. Like you wasted your parents' time. You wasted my time, my parents, everyone. And so I just kind of handled everything on my own. And I just told him. I know. And your parents are so sweet too. Yeah. And so I told him, I was like, get all your shit out of my house. Like I'm going to go to the gym for three hours. When I get back, I want you out of my house. So hell of a workout. (laughs) I mean, I was just sitting like, they were playing, they were playing like the two towers. She, she goes in the, the cardio so cinema and they're playing the two towers. <laughs> Watched all the twilights in the cardio <laughs> cinema. But so that was like, I probably talked to him one other time because he wanted to apologize and wanted to get back together. And I said, no. But then after that, the woman reached out to me again and was like, oh, it's Valentine's day. Did you know that he's at the hotel with this woman? And I'm like, Bitch, I know it's you. You just had another Twitter name. It's this, You're the same person. Why are you trying to like... And she then told him, because he emailed me and he was like, hey, says that you've been sending her like horrible voicemails. I'm like, first of all, what? Like, I don't even know what the fuck, how to contact her. And he's like, well, Wait, I'm just... Affairs never work. Right. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, I'm just, I'm telling you this on be- like from a, you know, because I, I, I want to protect you. Like she's going to press charges. And I was like, tell her to please do press charges because I have no fucking idea. Uh, provide evidence. Yeah. I have no fucking idea what she's talking about. And I'm like, and don't threaten me with this bullshit. Hey, you should watch fatal attraction. You're the one who's in danger. <laughs> Get the but, fuck out. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? So After all of this, I've seen this movie. It ends in boiled bunnies. (laughs) After all of this, though, that's when I found out a bunch of other stuff. So I guess like I had friends. How did you find it out? Because so she would email me all this before. How how long have you been dating this guy? Six years. Six years. Yeah. Guys are fucking assholes. Six years. I found out because like I looked through all of his stuff when we were going through that process and then women were texting me and sending me messages on on DMs and stuff. And then when I when I told all my close friends that the wedding was off, I had three friends who didn't who weren't even my friends anymore. And I never understood why we stopped being friends. 
and they told me they're like we stopped talking to you because he was sending us like really suggestive messages on Facebook and we didn't want to put you in a position to have to choose between us or your fiance. That sucks. That's terrible. Wait, multiple? Yeah, multiple. And I was like, what the fucking fuck? shitty man? Like, all right, that's it. Yeah. Here's how did you, uh, uh, detective this back to the Craigslist postings? Like where was Sherlock oh. doing that? Who was doing that part? <laughs> so, um, we, one of my friends, I think, had figured out the password to his email. Was it Marco? We're very familiar with fucking Marco. No, he likes to no. come to our I've, podcast I've, I'm and not, fucking. I'm not going to say who, but she, like, she went in and found like all of these emails in the send folder. And also like the, you know, like the, you know, when, when you put a post up on Craigslist, it sends you like a confirmation email. It's like, hey, your post oh is live. God. And so, so she was like, that hey, I was so looking stupid. at stuff. I'm like, there's the usual things like the things we expected of like there's the you know like the pictures and the text messages and like are the messages from other women on email and stuff and then there's like a weird thing on craigslist and we're like what is this and then when she had clicked into the link to confirm the listing which was still up when she found it it was like um like six two white male looking for um you know a good time willing to try anything you know no judgment and i'm like what the fuck is happening and she was like she just sent me like all of the stuff for it and i'm like oh my god and so wow. that's how Good. i found out but the point is you found out and then you a one yeah you did not take it out on the lady you were like this is not a thing of me and some other woman this is a thing with me and this dude i'm not gonna like bring someone else it's just yeah. like fuck you fuck you motherfucker so yeah. like, if, if, if yeah. paula came to me and she was like i got banged last night i would understand it we would move past it. We would get, but like an affair, something that is a prolonged thing that is not just sex oh, yeah. on one night. It's it emotional. Is emotional. It's, it is. Yeah. And it is like, uh, like, fuck. I mean, you could, if you were in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong person, you could make a huge fucking mistake. Right. But, mm -hmm. and, and you make that mistake and it's something you deal with. But when you keep making the same mistake over and over on multiple days, then it has nothing to do with the time or place. You're just, you're just not with the right person. Yeah. But that's why. And that's why I don't want to have a, bank, a joint bank account. So. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah. How's the rent to the joint <laughs> yeah. bank account? It's because, you know, I now have to take a step backwards based on the gravity of that story and say, Three bank accounts is the right way to go. No. <laughs> oh, my other advice. No. She power played me and I fell for it. God. And um, damn it. It's just one yep. teardrop yep. right now. <laughs> one teardrop. So, yeah, that's my crazy uh, previously engaged. But story. for all of those people who are, you know, wanting to sponsor us on Patreon or if they want to do like, uh, <laughs> you know, we're raising money to kill this man. <laughs> <laughs> if she hasn't already done the job like Glenn Close, you know, I mean, it's just a horrible story. And now, and now Keisha may or may not have neck cancer. So shit, I hope you're okay. This is the life. Yeah, I really do. I feel really life. bad about making light of 
everything that I made light. No, I, it's I, fine, I'm guys. looking. <laughs> see, so I'm not looking into a mirror, but I'm looking into a camera, and I don't like what I see. And I apologize for all of the meanness that I've caused. I already got my apologies out at the beginning of the show. Yeah, well done. You yeah, were ahead of true. the curve. Yeah, he's Chris is covered. He's obviously <laughs> podcasted for a while. He knows how this ends. <laughs> so uh, the faceless void on Twitter also asked us um, on J- joint bank accounts when to do it, and it sounds like our answer is none of us agree so we are not helpful to you faceless void no my advice would be contact a financial planner talk about doing it separately versus doing it together and then make the best decision here's the thing though like so so here's the reality for me and then and then i'll move on bank accounts but basically like sure if you have a shit ton of money if both of you are making a lot of money it's less of an issue but if both of you are making as much money as you can make and trying to live your life and you do have to keep an eye on your bank account, you do have to keep an eye on how much make sure you have a positive number in your bank account and not a negative, make sure you don't have too much credit card debt, then it really does become an issue. And that was a thing for Paul and I. Like at some point it becomes a thing of like, hey, I'm paying for everything. At one point when we are together, is this kind of like mm-hmm. a 50-50 thing? And that's an awkward conversation. Yeah. And the only thing I will say, because I am not trained, <laughs> I am not qualified to give relationship advice, I will just say <laughs> you have to be able, no matter what it is, if you want to be coupled with someone in a society of any kind, you have to be willing to have conversations about anything. And that includes the financial shit. And yeah, it could ruin your relationship, but that's, that's life. You have to be willing to talk about better then than later. Yeah, exactly. It's better now than later. Yeah. And sometimes people, no one agreed with me earlier when I said that. You didn't say that. I I said that. You can have those conversations and still have separate bank accounts. That's what I said. I no, agree with that. No, you eventually move to the same bank account because that what makes sense. No. You can have hard no. conversations no. and still have separate bank accounts. I they agree. I all said roads that. Don't... don't lead to joint bank accounts. I agree, Chris. Oh, boy. Tomorrow's going to be bad because I'm at the end of my first wine bottle. Brandon. And you're going to have to tell, ask your wife tell. if you can go buy another bottle of wine, <laughs> no, apparently, in Keisha and Chris's world. <laughs> so your your top five for why you want to get married is that what we decided on? Since you didn't come up with your no, own? no, I switched it up. My I switched it up. I did it. I I'm gonna I'm gonna do the top five things I think happen when you get married. Ooh, I like this. This is good. This is a good top five concept. We'll see how the execution is. All right, you boys and girls, it's time for five things with Keisha with your host Keisha. Five things with my girl. Number five, you get to have someone to pawn off all the chores that you don't want to do. God, I'm so mad. My anger level is rising. Is that true? That's true, I do all the chores. (laughs) Really? What does Maggie do? She's the alpha. She makes the money. (laughs) So... Yeah, so that's what that's one thing because there's a lot of things I don't like doing. And so I think when I get married, then I have the right to be like, "Hey, do the dishes and <laughs> pick up poop." Kind of, no, like the way I feel like it's supposed to work is you both kind of try to do as many chores as you can when you have the time because you don't want the other person to feel like they're doing everything. 
So far, Keisha doesn't want any financial responsibility for the wedding, and she also sees it as indentured servitude. But go ahead. Yeah, you you. So you yeah. get that like your, no, your, your husband doesn't work for you, right? But I think he does. But I, I there's also like strengths and weaknesses, right? <laughs> there's strengths and weaknesses. Like I am just not good at doing dishes. So if my my person is good at doing it, then they should do wait, it. Wait, wait. How how do your skills not translate to doing dishes? It is a it's wrist, wrist action. It's like pl- like putting dishes properly. Some people prefer that you rinse before. So you are put you it terrible at giving hand I don't jobs? Believe in Can that? you not do anything wrist related? Are you just admitting that you are the terrible hand job? No, girl? that's not that's not what I'm saying. Well, what do you say about is your hand job skills? Are they good? Better? Best? They're pretty uh, pretty spectacular. You, so, okay, so you would say above average. My hand job skills are limitless. Limitless. They're limitless. They're so lim- you would say, limitless. You would say exactly. that your hand job skills are above average, but you cannot do the dishes. It seems like she's got an, arthritis from all the hand jobs. It, it's the fundamentals of doing stuff like that. So the the chores, I think people have a way mm-hmm. of doing it. If you don't fundamentally agree with the person on how to do something, it that's just true. causes problems. So he likes to he likes to rinse the dishes before putting and it it's in like the dishwasher. That's what the dishwasher. I don't is for. believe that. That's but it, why it, it we just bought make the dish. Sense. That's what the dishwasher's for. And I have like a fancy ass dishwasher. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. why do I think that I will do a better job at this dishwasher's job? When its only job is to wash dishes. I'm not going to be better than the dishwasher. Let's count the use of the word job in the Whoa. last three minutes. <laughs> Drink every time. Here's what I'll... Billy, you said you were going to be nicer to me because you felt bad for my story. So lie. be nicer to me. <laughs> Go ahead, please. Um, so so okay. indentured servant, so, number three. Okay, number four is someone to watch all the horror movies with. Okay, does... So would you... Not marry a person who doesn't like horror movies. I would not. That's correct. Okay. That is a true statement. Interesting. How How's Quincy's stomach for horror? He watches all of them with me. I don't know if he enjoys it. I, so my theory about horror movies is if you turn down the volume, they're not scary. It's not the visuals. It's the sound. Number three is having a nap buddy. I don't know. if Do you guys take a lot of naps? What's a nap buddy? Someone you can take naps with. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you lose all of your libido from getting married, and the best thing you but look forward to is a nap. I think if you date somebody, if you marry somebody who likes naps, but you don't like naps, I think that causes a lot of conflict. So you have to find somebody who. No, I'm a napper, and my wife's not a napper. So yeah, it does create a little yeah, conflict. So yeah, so but it's better. You should when... nap, and then your husband should do the chores while you nap. So you wake up <laughs> no, and everything's clean. Fair. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah, so now you're That's number nice. three and number one are in conflict, which is why your top five always suck. <laughs> Because you don't think them all the Here's way the through. Thing, and I, I think this is a legitimate question. Does the person who makes less money need to do more chores around the house? No. No. Billy says no. Keisha says no. No, because it's not about just finances. I think it's uh, like it's overall contribution to the household and to the relationship. So, so, so far you want to nap and have someone else do the chores. <laughs> and also be there to support me emotionally and mentally. Oh, is that number three? <laughs> Did we make it to number three? But yeah, I, I don't think it. Ha- it ha- I don't think it has to do with finances. I also think it, ha- it a little bit has to do with time. Like if someone is busier at work, then I don't think that the expectation should be the same on like the balance of chores and competency. Because you could be busy at work because you're not effective at your work. That's true, or you're super busy. Okay, let's just pretend you have two bank accounts because you like being impractical. Whatever, you have two bank accounts. 
But one person in the relationship, whether it's him or her or him and him or her and her, one person in the relationship still makes more money and ends up paying for more, even with two separate bank accounts. Like, for instance, when you go, if you go vacation in Hawaii, one person right. in the relationship is paying for most of that because they make. They can because they can more maybe than the other one. Yeah. Yeah. So then does it become an expectation on the one that doesn't make as much to do more chores? I don't think it's just chores, though. So like, for example, if I'm paying for like if we go to Hawaii, if I'm paying Uh for the flight and the hotel, then the expectation is that they're going to put in a little bit more work in planning things to do. And like trying to think of opportunities, like try to take a little bit other parts of like the legwork on my end that doesn't have to be tied to finances. And I think that's where the balance is struck because I don't usually, I don't see it as just like, if you pay for this, if I pay for this, then you pay for this. It's like, if I'm investing time and effort into something, then I would hope that you would do the same at whatever capacity that you can. Back to the top five uh, point. I I think it's uh, my few and infrequent words of wisdom. Um, You'll find that uh, there are going to be skills or things that you have that they don't like and things that they like doing that you don't like. And a lot of that comes down to the chores that you'll do and the chores that they will do. And then the real challenge is always the things that both of you hate doing and figuring out how to get that Mm -hmm. shit done. Because you get when you first get married, there's a to do pile that doesn't seem to go away until you figure out a way to get that shit done. Yeah. For Paul and I, it's putting away clothes, but we both try to do it because we don't want the other one to feel bad that we did it. Right. But it's like that's like that's standard even as when you have a roommate is like there's going to be stuff that nobody wants to do. The other issue that I think is a is something that I didn't ever think about until recently is the timing for when the other person expects things to get done. So like when we have dinner and he cooks, like there's a weird expectation that the dishes need to get done right after. I'm more of a, I'll wait a few days. Did you say wait a couple of days? Yeah, man. The the dish, I have have enough dishes that'll get me by for a a few more meals. Sure. I don't have, like nothing, no one's coming. No, no one's going to come to my house. Like why do I hate dirty dishes? No, but here's the question. Can you see the dirty dishes from anywhere in? No, the no, no, no. no. They're the just in this. They're they're just in the sink. But it's just knowing that there is stuff in there. That's like his thing. But I'm like, it's it's gonna. I get that. No, I'll soak dishes overnight. But you said a couple of days. It makes me think that there's like uh like gnats flying around your. But it's sink just like it's gonna get done. It's, gross. it's gonna get done. Get done. No, no, you gotta clean that. You, you can't go no. more twenty four hours. Yeah, I'm with Chris on this I don't one. No, guys, that's Le- leave it to the immaculate white boys saying to clean your shit. What what size is your sink? What size is your sink? Doesn't matter. Right, it, what it's size not about matter. It does what matter. What size are your bugs? I don't have bugs in my sink. All I'm saying though is the it's just the timing. Like if there if there's a conversation about chores, then I think it's also to have a conversation on the timing expectations for when the chores need to get done. Because now the fights that we're having is not about you're not doing the chores. It's like you're not doing them in the time that I expect okay, you to we, do them. That's fucking insane. We've spent, we've spent 30 minutes on number three on the top five. Let's uh let's move it along. Oh. Okay, well, my, my, my last two. One is um, when you're, what I think happens when you get married is that you have someone that will be at the house with you to fight or distract uh, criminals or burglars that try to break into your house. Well, that's why I have the spear. Have you guys seen my spear? Yeah, I saw it. Keisha spear. make it with her weapon yeah. making skills? Oh, God, I'm so jealous you did that class. 
by blacksmithing. So anyways, you think that Quincy's going to like step out and do like a little like Irish dance or something while you sneak up behind the dude and slit his throat? (laughs) No. The point is I will not be the first line of, I'm not going to be the first person that's going to get attacked. Like I'm going to. You're going to get the more painful bullet. The bullet goes through him and then it gets stuck inside you. He's going to run away. You guys have a spear? Would you, are you also going to hold up Chunks Barkley to like take the second <laughs> bullet? You leave him out of this. <laughs> Don't say his name. Do you have a spear? You got to get a spear. No. A yeah, I imagine no, like some guy coming in charging in with a gun and like an alarm going off and Brandon like picks up the spear and is like, Paula, don't worry, I got this. And then just sees a <laughs> barrel pointing at him and then just wets himself and drops the spear and it falls and impales his foot. <laughs> no, I ain't going to wet shit. Paula goes to the closet and then I go in with a spear on the top of the staircase and I just like Man, fall I, in and impale, total Sephiroth style. I don't have a gun, but I have a spear. Do you have multiple multiple spears? Or are you just hoping that the one shot? I almost bought a second spear to put in in my living room under the couch. I don't know if you I, have. I've told you guys my whole thing about swords versus spears. The whole sword, a sword is a fucking stupid weapon. It's only a thing you see in wait, movies. Wait. No one ever swords were never a thing. They were spears. No, they no, were. no, no. Historically, spears were a thing. There's literally no one's. They're not. They, you know, they're not mutually. They're not mutually exclusive, Brandon. Like if you go in a battle, both. you don't go in a battle with a sword. You go in a battle with a spear because it's. You can have both. You're not gonna have both. It's so much easier to poke somebody than it is to hit them with a sword. It's really difficult. Yeah, but if they get inside striking distance of your spear, then you're just bobbing them on the head with a shaft, and they're cutting you <laughs> into multiple pieces. No, they're not gonna cut you. You poke them, and they're they're done. Like human beings are just balloons. We're balloons of water. All you gotta do is poke somebody. Uh, the, That's what you are, no, no, no. Brandon. The this sword, is all of us are that. Harry's the, the spear. That is a Harry's total Hollywood. Spear. That is a Hollywood projection of power. Is is the sword? It sword is useless. You want a spear? Like you know, if you were, you know, you, are, you should start a drop uh, shipment company and curate a spear collection. <laughs> you probably make more money doing that than on this podcast. We're gonna make money on this podcast. You don't. Have, you have no faith. Okay, my last, my number one thing, which now I realize counters my answer to the sex question. Earlier, I said that when you get married, that sex goes away. But my number one is when I, well, before I said that, I thought that when you get married, you have sex like 24 <laughs> 7. And that's, that's not what it all happens. Wow. Another way to deflate not your even, top five. Maybe at not the very like, end. Uh, but like, or just have the ability to have sex all the time. That's, like but that's why you there. don't want to have sex all the time because you can have sex anytime. Jesus. That's why people who are married never have sex because they could have sex if they wanted to. Isn't that what? But why, like, why you want to marry somebody too is that you get to have sex with them all the time? <laughs> it might be harder to have sex in a marriage. Yeah, like I would. I think you probably have more sex being single. Because you, you do. both get you both get fat when you're married, and then it's just mm-hmm. kind of like your stomach's pressing up against each other, and it's hard to like <laughs> get it in the hole. Yeah, and then you're just always together, and it's like <laughs> oh, we could have sex, or we could watch Hulu, or take a nap, <laughs> which is also good. One of us could take a nap. Oh, I would. Ha- I'll have sex with you after you do all the chores for me. 
That's true. Also true. It's a reward at the end of the chore tunnel to get her to fold laundry. He just hides a massive boner beneath the pile of clothes. So once she folds that last sock, it's just, uh, oh, look at that. Digging for gold. So what was the, what's the bottom five? So this is a point counterpoint from last week because Keisha sees weddings as a beautiful thing when really weddings are just a big fucking pile of flaming garbage with a large dollar sign. (laughs) Being married, great. I love my wife. We're incredibly happy. We're meant for each other. The wedding itself, who gives a fuck? It's one of the biggest regrets anyone ever has is something about their wedding. So number one. Not getting the X's and O's correct. The really basic shit like, can you feed the amount of people that you invited to your wedding? Are people going to have to eat squash sandwiches and almost get a D like a drinking and driving ticket for having to drive to Whataburger because you had a squash sandwich and you drank for six hours. Or maybe you go visit a beautiful place that you want to get married and you go see this great looking barn in December because you're going to get married there six months later in June. But the problem is in June, it's 104 degrees outside and the entire (laughs) side of the barn is covered in wasps and the entire wedding party is surrounded by wasps that are just bombarding people who are like jumping up and standing up in the seats because they're terrified because there's 300 wasps and 60 people at this wedding. Or maybe it's because there's one super drunk person who like can't get their shit together and starts cursing out the mother of the bride at their own house and starts talking trash to the person who paid for the entire wedding. Or maybe there's a toast that's given by a best man who says he touched dicks in the center of a pool with the groom when they were children. And that's their wedding toast. Or maybe... This is when you can't get the very simple shit of your wedding correct. Maybe it's the father of the bride who is like so afraid of the fact that his daughter's going to get railed that night by the man she loves (laughs) that he starts giving a speech where he repeats the phrase best friends. They're best friends. About six or seven, about six or seven times. They're, they're, they're just made for each other because they're best friends. It's not because he's going to be deep sixing yeah, her about four hours deep, later. Is that a term? Is deep sixing a term? I've never heard that before. <laughs> the point is weddings, if you can't just get the basic shit right, just tend to unravel and fall apart. And they really become these weird, like nobody talks about beautiful moments at a wedding unless it's their wedding. Whatever any of us talk about somebody else's wedding, it's about like that one thing that got totally fucked up. (laughs) Or just people being drunk. Number two, the red tape that follows the wedding. The fact that the person has to change their name and maybe you're going on your honeymoon, but their frequent flyer number keeps auto-correcting back to their old name. So you go and get the ticket and it has the maiden name instead of the new married name. And then they complain to you about all of the... times that you have to change your bank account number you have to get a new pen you got to go get a new driver's license marriage is a fucking disaster of red tape by the way you also have to go to a courthouse and talk to a judge so when you pay sixty thousand dollars to get married you're not even getting married you're getting married for like 129 dollars at your local (laughs) courthouse and that's the only part of the whole fucking thing that counts the red tape that surrounds marriage is a fucking disaster and the fact that you're having to like put it all in this party is like such, it's a huge amount of overcompensation. Well, what it is, it's just, you know, it's just fucking, it's society creating jobs where they don't need to be just so people get paid. Number three. Ah, uh, fine. People getting paid. There you <laughs> marriage, <laughs> weddings, way more about money than anything else. Exactly. The, you, 
The U.S. wedding industry is worth like 50-something billion dollars. The average U.S. wedding is like $36,000. There's a thing called wedding insurance. Mm. Just think about that. Let that sink in. Wedding insurance. It's disgusting. Weddings that become about money and then like arguing about money and how much a wedding dress that you're only going to wear costs. And it's like, oh, why am I arguing about how you're spending $1,300 on a dress when you're going to wear once when that's one eighth of our wedding budget? Like, who gives a fuck? You're spending $30,000 on a fucking party. Do you know how much a party costs in college? Like 300 bucks and everybody has a good time. So number four, the rank and file of friendships. Nothing ruins a friendship like ranking and filing the people who are invited, the family members and their participation. Are they an usher? Are they in the wedding party? Are they left out? Did you invite this cousin? Yes, but did you invite that cousin? No, because I don't fucking know that person and somehow they're related to me and I don't care. And oh, did you invite this friend and and how are you going to position them in the wedding party? Is it going to be by friendship level? Is it going to be by height? And what about all the people jockeying for position for the maid or maid, maiden of honor or the whatever the stupid positions are called that you start ranking all of your friends by? It really makes you assign value to people, which is kind of a disgusting practice in general. But then it all comes back to money because you can't afford to have all the people. Weddings are the worst way to maintain friendships. You should really invite no friends. You should go get married <laughs> by yourself. Just elope. And then come back and be like, none of you are important. The wedding was about me. If you think it's about you, we shouldn't be friends anymore. Bye. <laughs> we literally had to order like the largest table in Mexico because I could not split up the rooster teeth people without creating like a bunch of like fucking butthurt <laughs> without creating like a tier or a cast system. It was like a whole <laughs> thing. Right. So, Chris, like the table you were at was like. It was huge, right? It sat everywhere. Well, I didn't I didn't think anything of it because I just sat down and watched the robots, you know? So it's like, <laughs> I, I'm sure there's a lot of planning that goes into weddings that I've never had to deal with. So yeah. Not yet. Oh my God. Don't even get me started on the wedding planner. It's like the person who has the most intimate details about your wedding, who has nothing to do with your relationship before or after your wedding. Who makes it's all like, the fucking decisions. Yeah. So anyways, let's bring it full circle. Wedding planners are like a tumor. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck, I hope Keisha's not going to die. You're fine. Wedding planners are like a tumor. They show up one day to take all of your money and spend it just so you can get them removed from your lives permanently. <laughs> Anyways, number five, and this wasn't number five originally, but after hearing Keisha's story, I really had to make it the worst thing about weddings is the mathematical possibility that you married the wrong person. Yep. <laughs> so, so thank goodness that guy cheated on you before you got uh, married because otherwise yes. you would have gone through my you numbers so one through four. Mm -hmm. You would have probably had some really horrible, embarrassing wedding stories that either involved you not having enough food, you paying way too much and arguing about the budget, the fact that you bought a $3,000 dress that was worn once and then are you going to wear it for your second marriage because you married the wrong fucking right. person. Or him banging a uh, bridesmaid, right? Or maybe you get married because you want to have sex because you're super, super religious and then you become, you know, disillusioned with Christ or Buddha or uh, <laughs> of the 16 different religions that are involved out there. You're like, I just want to have sex with this person, so I'm going to get married. And then you have sex and then the sex dries up because you got married and then all of a sudden you're divorced and you mm -hmm. get married all over again for sex because you still believe in the stupid fucking foundation that you can't have sex without marriage. The point <laughs> is you're probably going to get, well, I'm not going to say you're probably going to get divorced. 
there's a high likelihood that you might get divorced and you blew all of this time and energy and you fucking made a giant mistake that you have to live with for the rest of your life and then there's like a scarlet letter like stigma on your life it's like oh that's Billy did you hear about his divorce oh did you hear about his ex-wife or ex-husband yes. and people are talking about there. there's like a whole chapter of your life that was wonderful that's then erased because there's a giant fucking D and I don't mean dick a divorce sign painted over your head for the rest of your life exactly so the point is Sneak in and out of your wedding. Don't put any eyeballs on it, and you'll live a very happy, simple life. Okay. Here's a question. Does your wedding ceremony dictate how long you have to be married before you get divorced? Yeah, it's an inverse relationship. The more you spend, the faster you get divorced. Because you're a shallow person. Well, no, like if you spend a lot, if you have a big marriage, do you are you just kind of like, oh shit, this is we gotta be married like at least five years or people are gonna say shit. No, it means you have yeah. no uh no intrinsic value internally, so you have to spend a lot of money externally. Yeah. Definitely did not get all of my deposits back. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> that being said, I, I do. I, I, I agree with your bottom five. I think a lot of that was probably learnings that I had after everything happened. I also just realized that before all of this happened, I didn't even think about finances with him. So if we did get married, I probably wouldn't have gotten like a prenup or anything like that. And I was definitely making more money than him. And so if we got married and agreed to share everything and then he did, and I found out about that, like I probably would have been screwed to some extent. Not that I, so I, I in think, summary, <laughs> not say that everyone needs to get a prenup, <laughs> but definitely think of finances before you get married, which means have a separate bank account and maybe have one that you guys share mm -hmm. for bills and all their like joint charges, but still have one on the side in case you find somebody on Craigslist and wants to leave you, then you can have money to go and start over uh, in Austin, Texas. There you go. So we're going to end with Gold Digger by Kanye. That's going to play <laughs> us oh. out. Oh, I don't want a gold digger. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, it's it's thanks for the memories. <laughs> it's Green Day, maybe, like you said. Um, I think at the end of the day, uh, marriage is difficult. If you want to do it, make sure you're not doing it just to get laid. You should be able to get laid without getting married. Make sure you're getting married for the right reasons. And um, if you do that, and if I, I, I think like, you know, you, you do it for the right reasons, I feel like you're going to get married for longer. I feel like uh, our generation is fixing the divorce rate in this country. That's yeah, what I think. Because we're getting By married later. not getting married. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, we're getting married when we really feel like we want to be a union with somebody. We're not just getting married to get laid. That's a fair assessment. Or because we're being shipped off to war. Don't forget that. Fuck. God damn it. Yeah. So we all learned that uh, Brandon and I love being married and Keisha and Chris aspire to want to be married. <laughs> I don't think they do. I, I think even, they aspire to be single. No, aspire to want to be married. They don't. They like their want. own bank accounts. Yeah, man, it's nice. I like my own shit. Independence. It's nice. I like having my own house. It's all good things. What What would be the reason you would want to marry somebody, Keish? Um, money and chores and naps. Uh, Billy, and Billy, sex. Billy, Billy. Let's 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 uh, let's give them a chance. I think that because I don't need somebody for money or things or like a roof over my head. I really do look at the person that I end up marrying as like, do you actually um, enhance my life? Like, do you contribute to my life in a positive way? Like bring you snacks? Like bring me snacks. 
maybe I na- lets me nap and then I wake up and then there's snacks. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like don't add stress to my life. Make it easier and make it better. And then we're good. The other stuff isn't even an issue. Like money isn't an issue for me. We don't have to have that's not a contingency to be in a relationship with me like we can all figure that out and i'm i'm like you chris like i'm like if i have the money and the ability to have a good time with somebody and you can come along and make it a good time i don't care about paying for everything but don't don't ruin my vacation if you're paying as for long shit, as you, you know? can't see my balance <laughs> exactly don't look at the receipts <laughs> so chris what did you learn today did you learn that being 30 is better than you thought or worse than you thought and i learned not to date keisha's ex-boyfriend <laughs> um, <laughs> which one <laughs> i guess any of them i don't know i learned not to share a bank account with anyone <laughs> no <laughs> but I already that was the opposite that. of what you should have learned i think he learned he's not ready to get married yeah i already knew that too i didn't learn that I learned robots are cool, but I knew that also. And tall, apparently. And tall. I think, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, so he didn't want to be on the podcast again is basically the vibe (laughs) Um, I'm getting. Chris did not enjoy his time here. Wait, wait, wait. Do I have to, wait, do I, I don't have a five, is this the five things I learned? No, it's just things you learned. (laughs) It's just what you learned. Podcasts need more bathroom breaks. It could be anything. Yeah, man, I got to pee so bad. Also, thanks for the memories, Chris. Oh, yes, thank you (laughs) I learned it's important to thank people for the memories. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, you got a thing you learned today. I learned that I'm right all the time and that Keisha is wrong half of the time that I'm wrong. All right. My name, as a reminder, was Brandon. Everybody else, Billy, say something, something Billy-ish. Keisha, I love you. Take care. Let us know if we can start a GoFundMe for your uh, neck. Let's do it. Let's do it. Some side side gig, side hustle. Fuck, we'll wait Ooh. on the GoFundMe until we find out that she's can't. If she's not cancerous, no way. There's no you start GoFundMe. the GoFundMe either no, way. And no, then it's no, pocket change. No, then no. then it's just a Patreon. Well, and then Billy, I thought you were gonna start a website called BetterSocialSkulls.com. <laughs> yeah, but you're gonna. That's how I'm gonna raise money for you. We're gonna capture the market. Keish, what'd you learn? We already talked about what I learned, but um, I think this was a really a really good experience for me to talk about what happened in my last relationship. I, I I'm very interested in what people think. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person that that's that type of event has happened to. So I would no. be interested in hearing other people who have found out that their significant other was talking to women and men on the internet and also Craigslist. It's probably cheaper than couples therapy <laughs> that you paid for. Yeah. 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 You, and you guys were doing like the compliment sandwich, right? You were like saying a good thing, tell me that I suck at something, and then tell me I'm good at other things. So I appreciate no, the, we the balance and feedback. Suck at <laughs> no, you, you had an excellent top four. Great top four. Oh, fuck. I'm fucked. All right. I love you guys. Uh, everyone say bye to the people. Oh, Chris. Chris, you got anything you got to promote? You got like a movie coming out? Well, I want to promote my dog's uh, Instagram account. Uh, it's called... Uh, a dog at a dog named Booger. Uh, everyone should go follow Booger on Instagram. Okay, so what did we learn? We say we don't say bye anymore. We say thanks, thanks for the uh, memories. For the memories. <laughs> Fuck all of you. All right, bye. Thank you, everybody.